Welcome, welcome to Slinger Stone Podcast, where real conversation, worldly events, personal stories are all discussed between brothers from different walks. Nothing is off limits. My name is Jimmy, and in this podcast, I'll be chopping it up with some of the realest brothers I know. So sit back and enjoy. Let's go. Welcome, welcome to Sling and Stone Podcast. Today's episode, today's episode Q&A. On Ron. How well do we know Brother Ron here? Who is Ron? Who is Ron? Who is Ron? Oh, we starting off like that. Yeah. Who is Ron? Who is Ron? Uh, Ron is a ball of energy. (laughs) (laughs) Without the coffee. (laughs) Without the coffee. A light. Uh, pain, passion, aggression, uh, love. Um, These are all things he identifies as. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, R&B, gym oh, stop. fanatic. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think, you know, Ron is just finding his way, finding his purpose. Ron's a good dude. Ron's a good dude. He's all right. Uh, uh, Jimmy, don't start. Don't That's start. A, like we just this just, just started. started, and you see how it's going, man. <laughs> That's good, man. So what you guys got for me? All right, I I got some. Uh, we're did you got something that you want to no, go no, first? No, well, no. I wanted right. to say what, what, what we're gonna do here. Let me explain what's about to happen. Yeah, right? yeah. So I want to call this. Um, I say who's Ron, because we're gonna have three episodes, and we're gonna get into who we each individually are. Uh, today's gonna be about Ron. Um, we want to get to know Ron. We want to ask him questions, uh, see see what what he's hiding, see how honest Ooh. honest he can be. Um, so we're gonna ask questions, and this is gonna be this is not scripted. I don't know the answers to to any of these. I don't think any of us do. So whatever he says is what we all hear for the first time. Um, I'm kind of scared because I don't know none of the questions. You right should now. be, bro. You this should is... be very scared. <laughs> Be very afraid. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, I guess you're about to, you know, come into my world, come into my life. I'm just going to go. I think that we should start out, though, by you giving a little little summary, like where you came from, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Okay. All right. Well, born and raised in West Palm Beach, Florida. My mom had seven boys. Dang, man. Yeah, I know. Good for her. Seven. <laughs> and then my cousin lived with us, too, so it was eight boys all wow. in one household. Um, grew up poor. <laughs> Didn't know I was poor. <laughs> I figured out. I, I figured out I was poor due to the environment I was in, and you know, being picked on at school because I didn't have certain things. So really? I was like, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. Um, grew up in the inner city. Uh, I wouldn't say a rough life because you know, every I, I thought that's how every kid grew up. You know I mean? Tight family? Tight family. Mm-hmm. Just me, my brothers, my grandmother, and my mom, all in one household. Like when you and your brothers were walking down the street, was everybody like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, like nobody messed with us. Yeah. Everybody, knew, everybody knew it was like, oh, you got, you know, seven. Got a small football yeah, team. Exactly. Yeah. Squad. And my yeah, mom squad. kept trying for a girl, and she never got one, so. Uh, gave up halfway after yeah, seven. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, yeah, let me just cut this out, man. I'm, like, I'm, done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. And I guess that kind of, it plagued me because, I never wanted a big family just because of that. Really? Yeah, I never wanted a big family. I'm like, man, that, that's well, struggle. you could you imagine if you would have had a sister at the seventh one? That would, she would have had six brothers. Ah, uh, that 
I always wanted Ooh. a sister, low key too. Like I wanted a sister. Really? I wanted to. Experience. She would never have to like dated. defend. And oh no! Like, yeah, of course. She I, would never I always, date. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I always wanted to be that dude. Like, bro, what you coming over here for? Yeah, yeah. Sir. You're not talking to my sister. That's you got to meet my six brothers first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Can you imagine a, a, a female like, yeah, I got six brothers. Like, what Ooh. guy in their right mind would nope. even pursue that? Right away. Nope. No, nope. I'm good. I'm good. Not, I don't Thanks. <laughs> you're you're pretty and all, but I'm walking away. I'm walking away. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, played sports, basketball, football. Um, decided to move to Orlando after I graduated high school, and I've been there ever since. Graduated in 2005. Wow. So yeah, my life kind of transitioned here. Got into a lot of mischief <laughs> when I moved up here. It's a polite way uh, of putting it. Uh, yeah, yeah, polite way of putting it. Because, you know, uh, when you move to a different city, you kind of rebrand yourself. Yeah, you're a brand yeah. new person. Hey, you're a brand new person. Nobody knows about you. And, you know, it kind of got me in some trouble. And it kind of got me out of a lot of trouble. But, yeah, um, understood cool. who I was becoming as a man. Understood that uh, life comes in all different shapes and forms. And I had I had my first child when I moved up here, so it was it was definitely some growing pains of the distance of having her. Oh yeah, and being up here and being so young mm. and trying to go to college, trying to better myself. So it was with yeah. having that in the back hey, with your daughter in the back of your mind. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that was even though Orlando is what probably two hours away, mm-hmm. but it still was a was a battle was a struggle for me. Wow. That quick summary. <laughs> that, that was good. That was good. All right. I'm going to start jumping into the questions I got personally. Let's and go. Let's go. All right. Do so, you want to hit? Yeah, whatever. Off, off, yeah, whatever yeah. works. Whatever works. Okay. So I, I feel like you, you already have this answered, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So I'm going to start I'm gonna start with the, the ones I know that you kind of have an answer for. <laughs> if you could go anywhere in the world right now, where would it be? Dubai. I, I knew it. I knew it. Why Dubai? Man, it, the architect. Yeah. It is so crazy. Expensive I, though, ain't it? No, it's not. It's not. It's not expensive. You hear once you, you get hear, there. Dubai. Yeah, you hear about it, and you like, oh man, that's a, that's a lot. But once you get over there, it's like, nah, this is this is this is pretty much what I pay back in the states. Uh, but the architect, man, being over there, it kind of blew my mind. This is like, people really think like this, and. There was this one, I think it was like a couple stories. It was this building. It literally rotated. Hmm. It, it was an apartment complex, wow. but it rotated daily. So you had a different view throughout the day. Wow. And it, I'm like, what in the world? And there was some buildings that kind of tilted. It was, man, it was crazy. That's a cool concept. Yeah. I think, I think of Dubai as like the where all the successful people go to live. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't even know why you're going. Yeah, like, you know, like, just, I'm just being drawn to Dubai. And if I just say Dubai. <laughs> Dubai. I, that's it. I, I feel money. I sound educated. Yeah. Dubai. Man, but in clean. It uh, is? Yeah, it's very clean. So was it expensive to go there to... I know you the said flight it's not there. No, my there, flight was... The flight no, my flight was 800 bucks. That's expensive, bro. <laughs> no, but... Well... Hmm. I'm just saying. It depends. 800 bucks. He said he, he grew up poor, didn't know it. I, I don't think he. I think well, he's dropping eight hundred dollars on a Dubai ticket. Eight hundred bucks to Dubai. This was saved up. This was a little right. income tax money. This was a little something. Uh, a little something. Eight hundred dollars for the hotel room for the week. So, 
Yeah, it was it was worth it. I can tell you that. I'll definitely go back. Let me ask you. Ron's biggest fear. Oh dang. Wow. Come on, bro. You're going You're in. Going right in. You're going Ron's in, biggest fear. Biggest I wanna fear. I wanna know. Um, I would say my biggest fear is uh not living up to my calling. Hmm. That 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 scares me because um I know how valuable time is and me not living up to what God has called me to do, it scares me. So that's that's one of my biggest fears, honestly. Hmm. All right. This one is uh I'm I'm really, really curious about this one. Oh Lord. Who Aside from Jesus Christ, because I know that's the answer, who is one of the most influential people in your life? Do I have to have a relationship with them? Or no, no, not okay, at all, okay. not at all. Um, and why? For me, uh, I would say <laughs> I know these guys are gonna laugh. This is gonna be oh man. If it's like some R and B singer, no, yeah, no, I am no, gonna no, laugh, no, bro. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with LeBron James. Okay. Uh, I, Give me the reason. I, I would say and I might not laugh. Just because um the the way he grew up, he was he it was almost set up for him to fail, but he persevered through a lot hmm. to get to where he's at. And now he's kinda looked at like as a clean slate kind of guy. Like through all the, you know, hardships of being black and mm-hmm. being successful he kind of I, I don't know but from what i've experienced he's never fell into you know the the cheating and you know all the other stuff that comes about it he, he was kind of a clean cut guy and he kind of persevered through a lot so i kind of look at him as like somebody i kind of hope to be in a way mm-hmm. because outside of basketball the way he is the way he handles himself as a businessman as a father as a um, person that gives, it, it just kind of motivates me in a way. I look up to him because um, he kind of did it the right way. Hmm. Um, just growing up with just him and his mom, really not having a relationship with his dad, uh, it kind of resonated with me because, like, I knew my dad, but I didn't have a, a close relationship with him. But just seeing him grow up with his mom and how he became successful, a billionaire yeah. coming from, you know, the inner cities. So it just gave me hope. I'm like, he did it. I can do it. Yeah. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it through all the, you know, trials and tribulations. Like you still can do it because his circumstances, what he's been through, you have the th- same uh situation going. So I think that was just something that I kinda gravitated Resonated to. with yeah, you. Yeah, it kinda it kinda set in my spirit like, Yeah, I can do that. That's that's some that's powerful cool. that's stuff. That's good, yeah. Yeah. All right. Aside from kids, your proudest moment in life. That's a good question. Besides from kids, my proudest moment in life. Um, honestly, this and and I, I'm gonna say this, and <laughs> are we gonna? Laugh? I, I, don't, I don't want it to be cheesy, but it was rededicating my life to Christ. Amen. Okay, that's because, good. Because that's good, man. um, before I was living on edge, man. Mm-hmm. I was really, <laughs> I was really in the streets. Mm-hmm. You know, battling, you know, doing earthly things and not saying that I don't struggle. I still struggle with certain things. But that moment when I got baptized um, was one of the proudest moments because I did it in front of my kids. And 
it was something that set with me because it was an achievement that they can see. And I think those was one of my, my proudest moments for you know, rededicating my life and getting baptized in front of them. So good question, bro. That made me think. I'm hitting hard. I see. I see. All right. So if you could give the younger you advice in life for now or heads up, what would it be? Um, don't apply time to your success. Um, and I say that because growing up, um, we kind of put, I kind of put an emphasis on, I want it this way at this time, and it should be done at this moment in life. Hmm. So it, it was a battle with me because I wanted it so bad, but I, I had to kind of take a step back because that time that I wanted it was not designed for me to have it because I wasn't mature enough to really have certain things that I accomplished in my life. So I would say to my younger self, like, be patient. Yeah. Right. Go through your process. Go through your trials and tribulations because the other side of it, you're going to enjoy it way more. The victory is so much bigger. Exactly, man. It's hard because when you're in that moment, in that space, it's just like, man, why am I here? Like, why am I not, you know, where everybody else is? And, you know, when everybody else was graduating college and stuff like that. And, you know, I had some setbacks and I had to kind of take a step back. And it it was frustrating. I'm like, God, like everybody else is, you know, going on and I'm still here and. Got to work because I'm the only one in college with a kid and nobody else really knows my struggles and stuff like that. So it, it was just be patient, man. Be patient. Your time is coming. That's good. Honestly. That's good because think about this. And, you know, we always joke around and say, oh, well, when I was younger, you know, but the generations as they as they progress, like the microwave the microwave thought process is so much faster. Like everybody wants the immediate result, exactly. you know, without actually spending the time to get through it. So yeah, that's actually good. It took years to come up with like success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. for real. <laughs> good question, man. God, these are, these are coming in strong, man. Jeez. I feel like I'm on like the first 48. I'm in that little room. It's getting there. <laughs> pork and beans. <laughs> you know about them pork and beans. Projects for those who don't know that down south. Um, what drives Ron zero to a hundred, if anything? Uh, we all have that ticking thing, you know. What 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 drives you zero to a hundred? The promise I made to my mom. I promised my mom I was gonna buy her house. Oh, this is good. Yeah. So I walk around with a check in my wallet. Um, I made a promise to her, and I was like, I'm going to get you this house. Even though she's not with us now, but that's been my driving force, is to make um, that promise come true for her. That's because, good, um, Not only for me, but for my brothers as well, because we never really have, uh, we never really had like a a home home, like a, a house to where we all can come together yeah. after my mom passed. So just really going forward to getting that house is where we can always have a meeting ground for us and that's our good, kids. Man. So that's mm-hmm. my driving force, like daily. I look at that check and I'm like, okay, I got to make this happen for you those know, traditions to exactly, start. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Man. So you that's know, good. being able to create traditions and being able to kind of break those generational curses that's been upon my family. Yeah. So my driving force is, you know, really trying to make that happen. That's good, that's man. Good. That's really good. All right, so. This this one might might make you 
think. <laughs> okay, aside from Jesus, who is your favorite person and or story in the Bible? Like who do you who David do you identify? David, <laughs> David? And Goliath. Good. Man, that right there is it, it was just my life, man. Um just all the battles and, and, and the trials and tribulations that come that that uh that hit me, man. It, it I kinda really took that story to heart because it was like <laughs> and I'm gonna say it like this, it, it was kind of like man up. Let's go fight these battles head on. Hmm. Like let's let's go figure this out. There's no more time to run from it. Now you got to go fight this demon or this giant or whatever it is in your life head on. There's no more running. I don't care how small you may look to people, but you got to go handle this. Yeah. So when I when I really think about it, that story right there resonated with me like big time because there's been so many times where I felt so small and the in the in the enemies that had like come into my life, they seemed so big, but I had I got to go fight. Like mm. I, I have to go make this happen. Like my family is dependent on this. That's good. I gotta man. go make this happen, man. For real. That is good. That's really good. That's a good question. Sheesh. Um, I know you come from, uh, you know, uh, a person that loves music for the most part. What's mm. your go-to music? <laughs> oh man, that leads into my next question. All right, this is good. R and B. R and B is my music. I right? thought that was just for the gym though. Yeah. No, but it's it's, Truth, it's me though. Truths I set you free. R and B is my go to music. Like if I'm in any kind of mood, I, I think it just it settles me. Because I'm I'm really hyper. Yeah. You guys know me. Like anytime you see me it's like, yo, what's up? Turn up. It's like his mainlining <laughs> caffeine. Yeah. For real. Like That's I don't need, I don't yeah. even need a drink of coffee and I'm already coming in with energy. Hyped, yeah. So, <laughs> so um I think R and B music just kinda settles my spirit and this calms me down um and it's it's an escape for me as well like i besides from <laughs> God, christian what are you laughing for i'm, no, I'm leaving it alone i'm telling bro. my story <laughs> i'm just leaving it alone <laughs> but it r&b um nobody no <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no so r&b calms you down yeah it calms me okay all right so it's leading in go ahead no, I'm, I'm not even going to go there with that. <laughs> I got, yeah, I got to let Thank I got to let it lie. <laughs> let you. it lie Thank where you. it is. I'm going to I'm a simpler question. If you could any food right now, what's your go-to food as far as Italian, Chinese, whatever? Man, give me a good burger. Burger and fries. A burger and fries, man. Like I would go to the most expensive restaurant. <laughs> Get burger and fries. <laughs> Let me get a burger. Let me. They're like, sir, we don't burger. even serve that here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to figure it out because I'm but, here. But like when, like when I do go to these restaurants or when I'm um, asked to go, I'm like, I don't eat nothing on the menu anyway. I don't, I'm not a steak guy. I don't want steak. I don't eat seafood or nothing like that. So it's just like, give me a burger and I'm good. Yeah, I don't eat seafood. What is the matter and with I you? I don't like steak. What is the matter no, with you? I just, just oh, I forgot mind. you like apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> and if I do have a steak, and it's very rare, like very rare that I have a steak, it has to be like well, well done, burn it, and uh, it got has like a little crunch on it. I hate like medium rare and like the blood. Oh, not my man, mine. It needs to moo still. <laughs> what I mean, like I don't get why why people like that. I don't know. It's, it's good. It's, man. It's, it's, what about you, Jimmy? Are you steak? 
Them steak. Medium rare. I like steak, medium. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah, that's where all the flavor is, man. Yeah, man. Nah, man. Yeah, man. No, steak, the flavor's man. in the seasoning. Listen, I don't believe in Who going to restaurants. Who tells you that? I, I, I just assumed that. Nobody <laughs> told me that. It's just what I assume. Listen, I believe, go, I don't believe in going to a restaurant, a nice restaurant, right, and ordering a burger. Why not? That's really stirring in his spirit right now. He's upset about it. Yeah, he's <laughs> that, that bothers me. Like, like you're going to a nice restaurant, so you order like. You know, linguini or, or no. linguini. Something. <laughs> no. It sounds it sounds fancy. Sounds right? fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds fancy. Tartar. Yeah. Steak. Nope. You know, something like that. So, what's the I, point in going to the fancy why, restaurant? Why would I go to experience? A, why would I go there for a what? burger? Experience. For a burger? Yeah. Why not? I don't know. That's just me then. Huh? I'm a cheap date. I don't care. Like I'm a cheap date. Then you get a for... small steak. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm okay with it. You know, it, 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 well, not me, but if you're a cheap day, get an eight ounce. No, it's a small steak. You know, that's yeah, that's something new. I wasn't ready for. No, not, yeah. You don't eat steak, really? No, no, he doesn't. Mm-mm. I know, but like, what about like steak burgers? Right. Nope. You don't eat ribs. Mm-mm. Wait, what? Jimmy, that was that was a personal question. Wait, what? To bring that out. No, I'm not. No, I never I'm, asked bro, you a question. A, I'm telling you. No, them but I'm saying you know where that came from. That was, was a personal <laughs> experience. With bro, are you a vegan or something? He's a vegan. Oh, I got it. He's on the David's diet. <laughs> we said, we said everything. This is about who's Ron. Yeah, who's Ron? All right, all so Ron right. does not eat real. Ron the Why vegan. Does, now, I'm not a vegan, man. <laughs> so, Sorry, so vegetarian. Ron, my question, my new question. Yeah. Why doesn't Ron eat ribs? That was a question on the fly. Yeah, it was. It oh, was. Okay. I just made that up too. I'm not big on the the fat, the chewiness of it, and I'm. Man. You know how much fats in a burger, bro? <laughs> no, but I'm not. I'm not. Well, the it's a it's a sight thing. For me. Oh, okay. And, and oh, that's why you don't like to handle chicken and nah, stuff either, right? I don't, like I can't like chicken breast touching it. It just like creeps me out. Like it just gives me. Well, even when I cook eggs and like the the yolk and stuff gets on me, I'm so like, you uh, do over easy. No, I, I'm saying when I when I when I'm making eggs, like when I when I break it and like the yolk or whatever gets on my fingers, I'm like. Ugh. You eat out a lot, though, don't you, bro? Because there's no way you can be in your kitchen without dealing with some of that. Or you eat a lot of crackers or something. I don't know. I got a lot of growing up to do. I'm only 36, so I still got time to grow, right? In the kitchen. Sure. You guys are. we throwing ages now? Yeah, now you're dropping ages. Dropping numbers? I dropped my age. I didn't say you guys' ages, so my name dropping numbers. Your age shaming us. For real. You guys might be younger. That's not cool. That's not cool. I'm 36. All right, I, I'm, I'm going to jump back into a serious question. There you go. All right. That's what I'm talking about. So, describe a situation that you went through uh, that you saw God's victory on the other side. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. This, this is going to be, it's, I was mad when it happened, but later it kind of, brought me closer to God um it was a point in my life to where um I had an addiction with shoes <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even gonna sit there <laughs> I, had, I had an addiction with shoes um and when I say tons and tons and tons of shoes it, it became my God like oh we're talking thousands of dollars of shoes yeah yeah it was it was up there wow um, <coughs> And I would spend, you know, some 
overnights camping out in front of stores and you know just to get the latest pair of jordans the latest pair of lebrons i, I would do all that crazy stuff did you actually wear all these shoes at some point <laughs> the crazy part about it is i i got the shoes i I barely even get to wear them because I don't really go nowhere. It's just it was work. That was it. Wow. But it was just you know just to have them. But so um, not a collector, collector. More like you like collectors usually don't even wear them. Yeah, I want to say they to have. Is I it a, is it like a status thing though, or or it's just like because you oh, genuinely are it, interested in it shoes? It stemmed from when I was growing up. I didn't have shoes. Like we, what I had shoes. I'm not gonna say it in that term, but we had to share shoes. Oh wow! In, in in my house because it was like man, it's seven boys. Seven boys, right? Like I don't even know how my mom was able to even get us shoes that time. I don't even know why, but and I used to get picked on about some shoes that I had. So it became like whenever I got some money, I'm gonna make sure I always had a fresh pair of shoes on. Wow! And when I was able to go work, I, that, that was the first thing I started buying was shoes. So it became it became a thing to me, and um, so I started collecting, collecting, collecting. And then one day I came home, um, somebody broke into my house, stole all my shoes, mm. didn't steal anything else. Wow. Stole my whole collection of shoes. Inside wow. job. Um, yeah, it had to be. It definitely was. And still to this day, I don't know who did it. But um, somebody broke in, stole shoes, didn't take anything else. If you could put a monetary value on, on the shoes, like how much money would you say they took? Man, probably 10K plus. Wow. Well, you shoes. think about one pair of shoes could cost three, four hundred dollars. Yeah, easy. easy, easy. Wow. Oh yeah, I had some. I had some heat. <laughs> Definitely had some heat. Okay. <laughs> but um, I would I would say that became my God. Hmm. Shoes. I, I it kind of drifted me away from from God in a sense because it was like, man, I, I was, what's the what's the next best shoe? Like, how can I get this? And how can I do? So my, my attention wasn't on God. It was on the shoes. Wow. So it, it it brought me back down to earth, just to kind of sum it up. After I lost, lost everything, it, it was a moment to where it was like, God was like, now what you going to do? Mm. Mm. Wow. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. It was like just as much as I put emphasis on them, I'm not doing the same when it comes down to my journey with God mm-hmm. because I would through thick and thin through the rain, through the storm, I'll go sit out there for some shoes. But am I giving that same energy to the person who provided for me? That's crazy because if you think about it and I, I just, the Lord's good. Um, the shoes at that time were your identity, exactly. you know, and when the Lord pulled that away from you, it's, it makes you rediscover who you are. Absolutely. You know, and it actually has the Lord help you discover who you are, you know. Absolutely. So it was like kind of God's way of like, hey, come back. Get yeah. Over here. No, 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 no. Yeah. Come back here. I need you to focus on me. And now I'm at the point in my life to where now I'm giving away shoes. That's like, awesome. Man. I'm finding kids to give them away to. Like, hey, yeah, here you go. Here it is. You know, take it, take it, take it. So that was a point in my life to where um, God kind of got my attention. That's good, man. That's really good. Good question, man. Jeez. You know, it's it's crazy because my my question I was was one of them was um, <clears throat> do you consider yourself a shoe collector now? Because I noticed you still wear you know Jordans. You still got nice shoes. Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what nice shoes are. I wear Crocs and flip flops still, but you know, they're they're fancy looking. So I'll move on to the next one. What drives you right now? I would say my kids. They drive me. 
giving them uh, a better lifestyle, leaving them an inherent, uh, leaving behind a legacy, right? I, w I want my, not only my name, but what I was able to produce to live a thousand years, right? And for generations to come. So just being able to put them in a position to, and I, I don't want to make it about money, but to where they don't, I'm going to rewind it a little bit. To me, this is just me and, and what my family has been through. Financial has always been a problem. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't want my kids to experience that. I want to be able to put them in a position to where the hardest part, which is financial, is taken care of so they can really live their life and not have to have stress and worrying about, you know, how this bill is going to get paid, how this is, this is taken care of, but setting them up to where, okay, the hardest part is done. <clears throat> now I can really pursue what I want to do in life. If that's, you know, going to college, if that's, you know, starting your own business, not having that over your head gives them the, the floodgates to do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, like, okay, I can go, I can go to Harvard because it's already paid for. Or I can go to whatever college you desire. Or I can start my own business because the financial part is already taken care of. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's putting them in a position to where, when I say this, they understand it. Like you can be whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So that's that's like my main driving force is mm. setting them up. That's good, man. Because if you think about it, aside from just financially, like we we as men as Christian men, we need to be thinking transgenerationally. Okay. You know, um, we need to be thinking about not even just our kids, our grandkids. You know, not only financially, but also generational curses need to be broken mm -hmm. also um prayer you know for transgenerationally i think that that you made me realize like it, it will it actually confirmed the fact that that does need to be our thought process we do need to not just think about us in immediate and right now it needs to be about our kids and their kids and their kids because life's just going to get harder exactly it's just going to get harder yeah you know so man that was really really good that was good that, that was, was good, good. i hope uh, i hope that brings perspective on on what people look view you as Ron. Mm -hmm. um, that was good. That was good. Uh, mm -hmm. I know I got deep a lot of <laughs> questions there, but um, these some of these questions I wanted to know. Yeah, it's you true. Know, man. You know, it came from me. Like I want to know. So yeah, that's, that's good. That's I think this was this was dope. Like I don't think I ever sat into a session to where it was you know geared towards me. Mm -hmm. uh, it it kind of made me dig deep and be transparent as as possible with you guys. So I, I man, this questions i i couldn't even imagine some of these questions i've never been asked before so it really made me think but i appreciate it man. i hope this is these next coming um sessions that we're going to have just draws people into who we are as as men yep. as yep. people and our purpose in life and i think this is this is this is a starting point man yep. for real it's good, man. I liked it. All right. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Uh, if you like what you hear, please, please, please email us, uh, slingingstonepodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, as well as listen to us on all podcast platforms. Y'all take it easy. Peace. Let's go. Thank you for listening to Sling and Stone. If you like what you hear, please show love. 
subscribe, follow. If you want to get updates, follow us on Facebook, Instagram. We would love to hear from you. My name is Jimmy. Until next time, God bless. Peace.